Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner, and many of you probably already know of the massive increase in the crime rate across the board in basically every country in the United States, or in the, in the world, and of course every state in the United States, rather. The big cities are chaos zones right now, this out of the U.S. Sun, it says... Metropol- uh, Metropolis Madness, San Francisco, stuck in crippling doom cycle as crime soars as experts share bleak warning about anarchy and closures. We see articles like this out of X-Town, LA. It says crime in Los Angeles jumped 11.6% in 2022, and it's been it's gotten worse since in 2023. This out of the New York Post, next Chicago mayor excuses rioters, expect more victims of violence, he says. Of course, he is uh, no better than the gremlin of the former mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Um, he's excusing the crimes, and he's talking about these riots that have been happening in places like Chicago where people are just ravaging stores and stealing everything out of them and breaking, you know, private property. And, you know, we see Whole Foods moving out of um, places like California due to crime. We see Target putting full glass up in order to stop people from stealing uh, products at you know, all these targets. So what's going on here? People might say, well, it's obviously just woke policies, all these woke policies. Sure, to an extent that doesn't help. And it actually encourages a lot of it. And people that would usually be institutionalized or given welfare and told that they're great for doing whatever they're doing, whether it be shooting up heroin or what have you. Uh, but there is a real reason for this that gets far further away from just the madness of, you know, woke policies. It is, of course, inflation. This out of CBS News, inflation is ruining many Americans' efforts to save money for retirement. In fact, one in four people are just giving up on their retirement. And we see what's happening in France in France in the face of the pension uh, reform protests. And all I have to do is scroll down one article on here, and it says millions of older Americans are nearing retirement without a penny in savings. This is another major issue. People are impoverished, and they're getting the order of the chaos that they need in order to bring in the Great Reset and the cash of society. Of course, that will be uh, another level of technocratic tyranny, um, and it's happening all over the world. Out of Reuters, it says, Sterling falls as inflation squeezes British consumers. And the crime throughout England is absolutely skyrocketing again in big cities. So there is another reason they'll bring in those uh, much coveted, of course, uh, 15-minute cities. So we're going to go into this and much more today because this is going to affect everyone watching out there to some degree as crime skyrockets and poverty skyrockets. They're one and the same. And Tim is going to go into a little bit of the correlation and what needs to be done here. Of course, uh, as always, before we get into this, my friends, I urge people to check those links in the description. Check out that bit.ly link. If you want to become a client of Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, you could also go to the libertyadvisor.com. But go to this bit.ly link and you can book a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with Tim to day and save your finances versus the great reset. Don't wait until it's too late. Your money matters and you need to take complete control of it. Also, make sure to check out 
heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products. And even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use code WAM. Again, there's money and then there's the world's first money, which is food. And when the shelves are empty and when they push us into this slumber while people are riding and breaking into stores and all this kind of stuff and the shelves are completely empty, it's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. Of course, we have fully organic kits available over at heavensharvest.com as well that I urge you guys to check out everything is non-gmo but we also have the fully organic kits now which is very rare don't wait until it's too late save yourself and save your family in the face of this madness now anyway we have inflation skyrocketing right now and you know it's affecting people in many different ways many people are just giving up on their retirement many people are just giving up on their business shutting down their business uh, people are unemployed because of it because you know they can't keep up with it and then all these people that were fighting for 15 a few years ago are now complaining about how they're only being paid $15 an hour. It's uh, is very ironic. But as I've been saying all that time, it's not about the wages. It's about inflation. You could raise wages to $1,000 an hour and you're still going to have the same, if not less, purchasing power because everything else has to go up with it. And with them printing 25% of all currency ever in existence back in 2020, well, it goes without saying, we're, we've got a war ahead of us and we're in the middle of it, really. And now with interest rates going up at the same time as inflation, ooh, it's going to get crazy. Tim, can you go into a little bit of what's going on and what's causing all this crime? I mean, this inflation has a profound impact on every single person watching today. Well, I've heard uh, people like General Salente say in the past, when you don't have anything, you don't have anything to lose. And so as people are basically engulfed into this cr cost of living crisis, they're getting desperate. And as people get desperate, they do desperate things like they rob stores, they do things they need to do to feed their family. And since we have this indoctrination center system that doesn't actually teach kids what they need to learn today, I mean, they're always you know fighting the last battle, fighting the last war, doing teaching kids things in school that are basically not going to set them up at all, you know, not the least of which is teaching them about finances. There's Well, no, they're just basically teaching kids about, um, you know, gender equality and um, how they should cut off their penises and wear dresses. I mean, they obviously are setting them up for failure. Yeah, when you I mean you can't even distinguish between what a man and woman is. That's a very basic, uh, low-level understanding it takes to to grasp that threshold. So you know, I doubt people will able to grasp higher concepts like what is going on with the money. Because, like you said before about the uh, minimum wage, it's not about the minimum wage. It's about the currency. And the fact of the matter is. In 1964, I think the minimum wage back then was $1.25. Well, in 1964, they had, so that could also be expressed as five quarters. So you have five quarters, that's $1.25, but yeah. those quarters had 90% silver in that. So today, uh, I don't know the exact spot price of silver, but it's different between what you can, whatever the spot price is, it costs a whole heck of a lot more to actually get that silver right. in your in your uh, little hands. But uh, I don't mean like little hands in your, <laughs> but uh, he's got little uh, hands. Like, like, yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking when I said that. <laughs> and so, you know, to get it in your hot little hands, that little piece of silver, uh, is, there's a big premium on that. But, you know, let's say not even that withstanding, those five quarters today would probably be worth, you know, in the neighborhood of 20 to $25. So it's not the the fact that the minimum wage isn't high enough. It's the fact that the money has been perverted and they've taken out the actual real metals and it's all been debased and it's all basically a bunch of nonsense right now. And so I think a lot of people would probably be happy if they were able to get, you know, $25 an hour right now. 
I mean, that was based off when the minimum wage was a dollar twenty-five because the actual right. money had real currency, had real hard metals in, in it. And today, that's is completely devoid of all of that. And so, as we see, uh, you know, because you'd also talked about retirement. Well, I've been doing retirement planning for over fifteen years, and part of uh, the software that we use it does something called Monte Carlo simulation without geeking out. Basically, you know, it does some software does a does a thousand simulations, some does a hundred thousand simulations, and Ideally, you want to have about 80% of those uh, going to have a successful, uh, you know, basically you're not going to run out of money before you end right. up dead. And what I would tell you is most people, if you add, you factor in like a 3% inflation, 4%, 5%, all, you know, still relatively low numbers, it blows up most people's plans. And so a lot of financial planners, you know, for the past 15 years, they're running people off like 1%, 1.5%, 2%. And, you know, guess what? You know, that you're not doing anyone any good by giving them these low numbers thinking like, oh, you know, Tim's crazy running people at like 5%. Uh, I mean, we've run some people at like 15%. And, and now part of this is having some assets on the other side of the equation that we think would go up in like that Mad Max type environment. Uh, and that is what I think is coming, that Mad Max environment, which is why Josh is telling you that the, you know, number you know, the first... Uh, currency out there was seeds because eventually it's going to come to that point where you're not going to be able to get everything, get anything. Now, just imagine what's also going to happen as you throw a war with Taiwan in there and maybe China decides to say, hey, you know what, US, you're supporting Taiwan. Maybe you guys don't get anything. And some people might be like, oh, well, China would never do that because that would hurt them so much and they trade with us so much. Well, you know what? They're willing to do something if it's willing to hurt, you know, they're willing to hurt themselves if it hurts their enemy even right. more. And so, as us, as their enemy, if it hurts us even more, I think they're willing to take that short term pain, especially if you marry this into having the BRICS, having uh, their currency coming out, because you can't just have like, oh, sorry, guys, our currency went down because it's, it's a systemic failure that it was always going to be that way because it was based off of debt. And we knew on December yeah. 23rd, 1913, we instituted this system that it was all, there was always going to be a day where it collapsed. And then back then, they didn't even have uh, fractional reserve. They didn't have derivatives, didn't have CLOs, uh, credit default swaps, they didn't have any of this crap that they have. Uh, yeah. that they well, have. it's also manipulative. And, and you know, that is also, you mentioned bricks, and that is going to be one of the biggest things going forward that I think a lot of people are not taking us seriously. I mean, we are now watching the complete control collapse of an empire through the uh, monetary system. And a big part of that is going is going to lead into just not just higher crime, but order out of chaos. They want to utilize the situation that they've created in order to benefit themselves and benefit the power structures and benefit the enslavement of mankind and benefit with the conveniences. And tyranny comes under the guise of convenience, as I say so much. And, you know, Tim, uh, there's been recent news that have, that has come out um, after France. Uh, Macron met with uh, Xi Jinping and he, he was talking with him about potentially easing off the U.S. dollar. And now we know Germany is a big uh, supporter of BRICS in the past as far as uh, through trade deals and all that kind of stuff. And it's like not only is Japan seeming to pull uh, or, you know, fall into the BRICS, um, you know, new global reserve currency that's cashless, but it looks like even France and possibly Germany are looking to potentially leave the U.S. dollar. And it seems like the biggest collapse you could possibly imagine will come in the aftermath of such a thing. Saudi Arabia has already basically declared that they are joining BRICS and don't want to work with the U.S. anymore. And the reason I'm bringing this up, which isn't exactly, doesn't seem like it's exactly uh, correlating with the, the, the subject matter we're talking about today, is that through this collapse, we are going to see inflation like 
we've never seen before in the United States. And we kind of already are. I mean, I'd show you shadow stats right now, but unfortunately, the website is down. They, they're having some issues. But John Williams' shadow stats shows a real inflation number based on the pre-1990 standard. But, you know, with that said, too, uh, there is a lot to be said about you know, in the future, you won't even be able to monitor it on a daily basis if we see the dollar get, um, you know, thrown to the wayside in this move into the new BRICS World Reserve currency system. And through that, you know, the inflation is going to be based on this digital currency system. I, I'd like to hear what do you think is going to happen to inflation um, and, and the price of living for the average person, you know, the joblessness, all that kind of stuff when we move out of the U.S. dollar? Because overnight, I'm assuming we're going to see some really volatile activity. Well, I don't know if it's going to be overnight tonight, but uh, no, and, and, not tonight. And, and paradoxically <laughs> enough, I mean, there, we have talked a lot about the dollar milkshake theory, and I think there still is more room for that to run. So paradoxically, mm -hmm. the dollar can actually get stronger as that strength eventually leads into weakness because there's a whole bunch of other, I mean, with a, do a strong dollar, there's pros and cons with that. Uh, you know, part of the, the problem with having a strong dollar is that a lot of countries owe us in dollars. And so all of a sudden the dollar goes up 50% relative to, you know, uh, some third world, you know, crap hole in Africa. Well, then now they owe us twice as much expressed in dollars. But, you know, the whole world eventually and a long time horizon, it, it, you know, it's, baked into the cake that this whole thing is going to go down. We've talked about Triffin's dilemma before, where essentially whoever is the world reserve currency would have to have enough uh, liquidity that eventually that liquidity, because it is based off of debt, that that would then strangle whoever is the world reserve currency. And that's exactly where we're at right now. But uh, paradoxically, it could get a little bit stronger before. But that doesn't mean uh, that it's a new day, because people always rush in and do the worst thing at the wrong time. Uh, I mean, just look at 2011 when Moody's downgraded. I believe it was Moody's downgraded the uh, the uh, the government debt. So if you knew that was going to happen, what would you do? Okay, well now it's uh, the U.S. debt is more risky, less chance of them paying us back. So we should demand a higher coupon payment, higher interest payment. But what people did is they rushed into the dollar. And so uh, I've been saying this even before there was a dollar milkshake theory. I you know was postulating that this is where things are going to go. But ultimately they need to have a boogeyman to bring the system down. And the perfect boogeyman would be a Russia, would be a China. Now yeah. we've talked a lot about China. But China right now, they have a lot of problems as well. And so they are really, when you take a look at China, the China as a uh, their demographics uh, and their, their age distribution, they have a very big problem, you know, through all the one-child policies where they're really sort of at the apex right. of their civilization. So, so that's they, something I actually wanted to bring up, Tim, because, you know, I hear this a lot. Uh, the U.S. has a huge demographic cliff as well. Um, I, I've always said that when we see China take over, it's not going to be something that lasts for 50 or 100 years because their population is in danger. It's going to be something that will fit that great reset scenario of 10, uh, 10 to 15 years because, I mean, at the same time, they're basically castrating all the men in countries like the United States and Canada and Britain and throughout the European Union. So they're facing the same dilemma a few uh, decades away, and they're already facing it. I mean, the birth rate is absolutely getting destroyed. It, you know, it, it looks like China. Oh, wow. With that one child policy, we're going to see this massive collapse of uh, their, you know, their um, population. It also comes back but, to cost of living. You know, people broke people for the most part. Actually, it's sort of incentivized where broke people are somewhat incentivized to have children yeah. in America. It's only the middle class that's not right. incentivized to have kids. So the really rich off. They're okay. They're really poor. They get tax credits and things yeah. like that. It's just everyone in between. But then, what are they getting using their tax credits for? And then using all their, uh, you know, food stamps. It's you know to buy a bunch of poison in the store, to buy a bunch of crap, and then you know they're gonna have that subservient underclass. But you know, if you, I was just at a wedding with some pretty. Uh, you know, big time CEOs of 
billion dollar type companies who have things over in China and a lot and almost all of them to a T were telling me that, you know, China really is at the apex of their society right now. And a lot of people are, you know, quietly sort of pulling out of China and going to other areas. And one of those other areas that I've heard a lot about is actually going to be India. So we haven't heard, you know, too much about India, but, you know, their population is booming. I believe that they already have a larger population than China, whereas China, you know, well, they don't have a bigger population than China, but it's also really hard to tell how many people are in India because a lot of people aren't documented. And you mentioned India, and I think this is a very important point because the but they're part Indian, of BRICS as well. So yeah. well, yeah, well, they're the main, they're the second biggest block in BRICS, and that's one of the things that I've been looking at actually quite a lot. If you look at de-dollarization on uh, on Google or DuckDuckGo or PreSearch, you'll find that a lot of the major stories are about um, you know India people trading in the rupee. And uh, I just saw it minutes ago, and now I can't see it. Oh, here's one. Uh, Bangladesh dumps U.S. currency uh, and starts using rupees. Uh, De-dollarization, Bangladesh dumps U.S. currency, becomes the 19th country to trade with India and rupees. We saw that in Malaysia recently. There's a lot of that happening. But, you know, the thing is, no matter what happens to China individually, when you have a block like China, Russia, India, uh, Brazil, South Africa, and then on top of that, you have Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Turkey. You have um, Mexico wanted to join you have argentina you have basically most of latin america and on top of that you have even european countries contemplating moving away from the dollar into the BRICS system that's a big enough block that while even if china has this huge demographic cliff and people are moving out of china well people have been moving out of russia back and forth for many decades people have been doing the same in india for many decades uh, I think that we're just going to see this ma major block. That's a reason they're creating this major block of a uh, bunch of different currencies take over in a way where it's like, okay, China can go down, but India and you know uh, Russia and and Saudi Arabia could stay up, and it'll always counter the balance. That's one of the things that's actually kind of genius about BRICS in an evil sort of way is that. Even if one of the major countries fails, it's not like the dollar where if the U.S. fails, the dollar is done. BRICS World Reserve Currency System, China, which is obviously the head of it, it would damage the value for sure. But China could go down and you have almost the entire population of the world in it anyway. I mean, I went on ChatGPT and asked a little bit about this. And the uh, overall population of, of BRICS countries today is 3.4 billion people. Now, if you add in all the countries that say they want to join, it's 6.6 .6 billion people. We've already lost. Yes, and that's the thing. China can get eviscerated. You're still going to have almost everyone in the world in this one economic system. So, I mean, they could just change government's names, change empires, but you're still going to have the same cashless, yeah. tyrannical system that they've been building up China for so long for, and very well could just throw China to the wayside once they get their way. Who knows? They just want the power, the technocratic power more than anything, in my opinion. Yeah, my point about China was that when you have internal problems at home, I mean, having wars abroad or having wars is a, is a good way to distract people, right. just like how in Europe you'd have pretty much a bunch of cousins who are all married, uh, intermarried to each other, who would you know go start a war with between you know uh, Germany and England, even though they're yeah. they're cousins, all as a big charade, running things. Uh, you know, even the English, uh, you know, the Windsors. It's not their real last name. It's Saxe-Coburg-Gotha, which came from uh, Queen Victoria's husband. Yeah, and then before that was in uh, you know was in Germany, that was in Transylvania, and goes yeah. directly back to Vladis Tepes. But anyways, going yeah, Vlad, Vlad the Empower, Dracula. So my, the point with China is that they have a lot of internal problems as well and so you know it sort of behooves 
moves them to distract uh, from their problems at home to blame it on things like, oh, look at the pandemic. But, you know, Xi Jinping did a terrible job managing the pandemic, to say the least, from a business Plandemic, standpoint, yeah. uh, the pandemic, because he chased out all their basically leaders, chased out all their entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, if you're Jack Ma, you're one of the richest guys in China over there, everyone over there is looking at getting the hell out of there. And it really is stifling innovation. And not to mention when you have that cost of living uh, you know, crisis that is going on in China as well, going on pretty much everywhere around the world. People, uh, you know, this might be hard to believe, but around the world, you've got guys everywhere uh, for, you know, I can't understand this, but, you know, you know, not wanting to have sex, not, you know, talking to the opposite sex, you know, in their rooms, playing video games because they don't want to have all the, you know, things associated with being married and having kids and all the excess costs. There's incels and then there's voluntary celibates, which is uh, kind of a crazy trend. And yeah, we're and, and that's causing that demographic cliff in the United States too. And that's another thing, Tim, that kind of plays into the inflation and retirement issue is that when we have a pension shortfall and we have a, a, a part of history, a time in history where eventually the vast majority of people are going to be pension age based on the population statistics right now in the United States. And then you have this small population paying for the uh, most of the older generation that that's going to be catastrophic when we get there. And we're almost there already. I mean, we are honestly just about a decade away from complete overtaking of the pension system by oh, by 2030 America from a demographic standpoint is yeah. toast which is why they have all these different agenda 2030s and they want to you know get a lot of this tyranny rolled out before because and it's probably also a reason why a lot of these clot shots are you know going after the elderly population who are probably more right. susceptible to be taking this crap is because you know call it like a sinister evil plan but I think part of the plan Josh is to get rid of the older people so that yeah. that way they don't have to pay out these benefits well that's actually what Dr. David Martin was saying for a long time you know he was really studying the social security system and he said one of the main reasons they're doing this is to get rid of a huge popular part of the population to prolong their tyranny as a, as a way to prolong the social security system which is completely crumbling and to kill as many old people as possible not with something called covid but by injecting as many people as humanly possible one thing that doesn't really play into that story though is the fact that younger people seem to be dying at a higher rate from the injections but nonetheless we are clearly seeing this come from all angles but you need those young people to pay in because otherwise it's a it's a pay-as-you-go system and so if there's no one to pay as you go well then the whole thing collapses and then at a certain point if you have you know more you know the horse pulling the cart but if the cart is you know 100 times bigger than the horse you're going to kill the horse and so right now that is basically what's going on and then the other point is like why do we even have to pay taxes if they can just print up all the money it's it's about control it's not about just like a, a bug's life it's not about the food it's about keeping those ants in line and right now yeah that's what the whole tax system is about it's about keeping those ants in line about taxes weaponizing it yeah about weaponizing it against uh people because and then josh do you remember what the fed for the past i don't know 15 years has been saying what their biggest problem is not enough inflation. If you go back to like over the last 15 years, they need to be minus, more competitive. They need more inflation. So they minus say. last <laughs> year, the basically go from 2008 to 2021 yeah. or 22, not enough inflation was the big boogeyman the Fed's worried about. And the reason why they're worried about that is because the system is based off of debt. And when it's based off debt, the, after the very first dollar that you loan into existence, you owe more on that than was initially created. So we've said this example a million times, but you, you and I, only people on an island, I create the first $100 that's ever been in existence. You borrow it from me. One-year loan, 3% interest. After year one, you owe me $103. Where do you get $103 from? We only created 100 You have to borrow more money. So this 
it, once you understand this, you've unlocked the key to everything. You've unlocked yeah. the key how this entire system Absolutely. is bullshit, propped upon another system of bullshit. And you know what? For the credentials, is I was probably one of the youngest people in the world to pass a certified financial planner test. Uh, I mean, so I mean, I was on a class that won the national competition on the Federal Reserve. So I've got like some kudos behind my name to this. But once you understand the fact that we have to borrow our money from private bankers who never had the money to begin with, and then you know what is it, Thomas? Jefferson said that if we ever allow private central banks to issue the currency credit for, of our nation, first by inflation, then by deflation, and the homeless yeah. on the continent our forefathers conquered. Uh, for some reason, people do get mad when I say some of these quotes really fast, but I, we're not looking at any quotes right now, so I have to do it fast in order to uh, yeah, you know, kind of memorize that yeah. one. Yeah, but I mean, Tim, I mean, at the end of the day, we're dealing with something that's truly evil. They want people to be dependent. The government depends on the dependence of the masses, and if they push you down a bottomless pit of debt, you're forced to ask for a ladder up from the government and the banking system, pushing you into servitude to them. And, you know, in this great reset, they need to have a system where they can not just tax you and tax you with inflation on top of that to impoverish you. They need to completely control every action you make in your life. And the way they're going to do that is by first imploding the system, imploding the banking system, causing crime and chaos in the streets, as we started off this video talking about, because this has led to just enormous amounts of crime across the board, because people are panicking, and they don't know who to blame, because they don't know anything about money. Because if you don't know anything about your money, the people who control the money control you. If you understand your money, then you're able to control your money, and then you are living a free life. And it, it, there's multiple different layers to that, because they're destroying the supply chain, they're destroying the energy grid, they're destroying the housing market. They're pushing a fake World War III scenario. They're causing eugenics experiments across the board, killing poison. countless people. Yeah, they're feeding us poison. They're spraying poison. They're giving people cancer. They're giving people people heart attacks. They Injecting are, them with poison. Yeah, and of course, at the same time, they are putting little boys in dresses and confusing people about their very childhood to lose their innocence and create debauchery. And that is how a civilization falls. And, you know, so when we see all these things happening at the same time, it's a perfect motive to bring in the Great Reset. A CBD central bank digital currency and it'll be tied to social credit carbon credit they've already Im integrated carbon credits into banking apps across the board they're not forcing it yet but they have it you know attached to multiple different banking apps this is an emergency situation and i've been saying this for years and here we are and uh, still a lot of people say oh chicken little sky's falling well what did we say that would happen that hasn't come true or isn't currently in the process of coming true oh well you said years ago the dollar would collapse yeah the dollar takes years to collapse it doesn't happen like you don't go to sleep one night and then the next day you just wake up and it's like oh the dollar is no, like i talked about the interest rate <laughs> risk of what's going to happen to the banks when the interest rates are forced to go up because of inflation on record over 10 years ago yeah so just because i was 10 years ahead of time doesn't mean i was wrong all those times it just meant yeah. that i was so far ahead of it and how come none of these business leaders how come jamie diamond how come uh the federal reserve all their economists at the government how come no one else could figure this out but myself in the in my 20s at the time could figure this out because right. it's basic math and i yeah. guess i don't even you know what another thing a war on math we have common core math and you know it's just as rome is burning over here and we've, we've heard of you know you know uh was it nero was fiddling while rome burned and here we are rome is burning and we're just you know what's the number one issue trannies i mean it's just yeah like, well and by the way tim you know the global math team uh, the for, well, the global Amer like the, now, the American, yeah. Well, the American math team for like the the global championship. You know, they 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 beat China recently, which sounds amazing. But they every single person That's on the team was Asian Chinese. Yeah. Every single one was every single person was because there is a war on math, and they are trying to make uh, people dumb, stupid, weak, and, uh, and totally dependent. And humanity is based in independence, uh, individualism, personal responsibility, not collective responsibility. That is slavery. Do not be fooled on that front. 
Anyway, with that said, there's a lot more that we will continue to go through on this subject matter as it goes, as we walk dead set, all roads lead to Rome in this situation. But with that said, I do want to point out again, he is a certified financial planner. Tim Pachot is a certified financial planner. You could go to the bit.ly link in the description and get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review with him and become a client today if you're in the United States because we are facing down a beast and the way that we conquer the beast is knowing the beast, knowing the weaknesses of the beast and being able to sidestep that beast. There's multiple different ways to do that. Financially, as far as the food, water, shelter, self-defense, you're not gathering things with the toughest guy on the block, all the things I usually say. And of course, like the world's first money, which once again, I'll bring up on the screen, even though people are sick of hearing about it. I don't care because every time one person gets this, it could save their and their family's lives. So heavensharvest.com, use code WAM, W-A-M, and get uh, free shipping on much of these foods in the United States. Non-GMO storable foods, uh, you know, heirloom seeds, water filtration storage, books on how to get started. This is very important, and this is one of the number one ways they're also making people dependent on their system other than just the cashless system, the inflation, all that is a food supply because people are dependent on grocery stores. Do not fall into that trap of the Great Reset and end up eating mRNA-infused foods in the Bill Gates ration lines. You have <coughs> you have an option, excuse me, you have an option to actually get prepared today. And um, it's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. You get a whole bunch of, you could get a whole bunch of different stuff there. They just recently redesigned their website. They have like base camp, uh, you know, kits and all sorts of stuff. And they have fully organic food kits as well. So you're healthy instead of eating the bugs and drinking the sewage and eating mRNA infused meats. So again, go and check out heavensharvest.com. Use code WAM, W-A-M. And you could also check out whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. And of course, you know, there's things like uh, the clear phone, which I've talked about quite a lot. No one's bought one yet, but uh, that I know of. Comment if you have, but it's uh, it's a smartphone that's decentralized, privacy-oriented. You own your own private keys. It's faster than an Android. It doesn't track and trace you. It, it's de-Googled. You could, you could get it with uh, Linux and stuff like that. has full national coverage. Get your privacy in check today. And finally, as far as health goes, this is very important. And we recently interviewed Dr. John Richardson's son, John Richardson Jr., which I urge you to check out. rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And do it before it's banned. All those links are in the I would like to give a plug for the powder on that. I, I recently started taking the powder. And if you, I, I, I have heard that the if you eat the apricot seeds straight up, it could taste very bitter. Doesn't not super fun. But if you get the powder, you put it in some other shake that you have, a protein shake, put it in coffee, uh, you know, what have you, and it actually it, it tastes whatever like you're you're drinking. So yeah, want to make a plug for that? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's really good stuff, and I've been urging people to get on this because again. You know, in the future, this could be banned, and they've tried banning it before. And, uh, you know, in the future, we need to be stocked up on this. Some of this stuff could last a good 10 years, put a, put away in a closet in a cool place. So and here's the thing is the time to do it is before you're super sick. Like people are like in the comments, like, oh, I know someone that was dying of cancer and this and that. And like they were taking it and a year later they died. Well, you know what? The, part of this is not waiting until you're absolutely on your deathbed to do something. So being proactive, you know, we've all heard the... And how much were they taking and at, at what rate were they taking it? And what else were they doing at the I mean, same time? I mean, ounce of were at the pound of cure. So I mean, were they also taking, you know, chemo? Were they also doing a bunch of other poisonous types? 
stuff that you know is not going to be very good for your immune system and so yeah. it's not like there's this one you have to ultimately take your own health into your own hands and so right not saying this is you know one-stop shop you know panacea of doing everything but you know it's just one extra thing and don't wait until you are dying of cancer before you go and do something about well it. basically every single uh animal that has been treated with this stuff has been cured and you know the the u.s government used to actually acknowledge it and doctors used to acknowledge that they had handbooks basically saying yes this is the way to treat this then the fda came in with chemo and then the father of chemotherapy himself even on video said that laetrile does actually work but they still use chemo which has a 95 percent death rate so anyway totally different subject matter but you know the, the vast 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 majority of people are okay when they take this and the people that aren't often don't take enough of it and don't actually take it seriously and do all these other unhealthy things at the same time so Keep that in mind. Anyway, go and get those. The, all all that's in the links in the description. And I wasn't getting com. paid to say that. And I bought my own. And yeah, I like yeah. it. So, yeah. Absolutely. So um, anyway, I appreciate people watching. And again, go sign up with Tim if you haven't already. And let's fight this great reset. And it comes down to every single one of you living by example, living freely. Uh, if you want to help support us, we have gogetfunding.com, Patreon, Subscribestar. We have a Bitcoin address and a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including privacy coins, which is another way alongside gold and silver to remove yourself from the banking uh, industrial complex and the, um, the, the surveillance and the CBDCs that we're seeing across the board. Of course, um, we have an epic fund me campaign where you could donate an epic cash privacy coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol. And of course, we have things like uh, Teespring. We have a Rockfin channel, World Alternative Media. We have a newsletter, www.imband.com. And we're on Telegram. Uh, well, Tim's on Telegram, of course, at uh, the Liberty Advisor official chat on Telegram. So go check that out. We're on Telegram. We're on Band.Video, Bitchute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. We're on The Bad Guys. I have a channel called Ancient Wonders on my tra uh, treks around ancient sites in about 30 countries around the world. Make sure uh, and it's that's Josh's, on YouTube. not the imposters. There's yeah. an imposter one. So yeah, there's an imposter one. It's the one with my face on it uh, as a profile image because this guy created another channel and basically stole my name and is trying to like take the clout from being mentioned recently on Joe Rogan and stuff like that away from me and to him. So it's actually, uh, it's, it's really gross and I might take some kind of action, but yes, there is an ancient wonders channel with my face as a profile image on YouTube. So go check that out and subscribe. Uh, we're on other bad guys like TikTok and Instagram, world alternative media, Twitter and Getter at at world alt media and all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Podbean, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, etc. Go give us a follow on there. Give us a good rating on there so we could reach and mobilize new people. Cause we just want to mobilize humanity. So we win against this anti-human agenda, the destruction, of the Tower of Babel will be imminent, but first they're going to build it and it's going to get worse before it gets better. So we need to prepare for that so that we could build a bright, beautiful new civilization in the aftermath from the ashes based in voluntarism, freedom, individualism, humanity, God, family, all these things that these soul-sucking psychopaths hate. Of course, you could hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell and hit subscribe if you haven't yet already. And until next time, my friends, I appreciate everyone watching today we'll be back at you with much more this is josh searson and tim pachote signing out from world alternative media find the truth be the change